1: Welcome to the Heat Check Podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Heat Podcast. I'm David Wilson. I'm joined, as always, on the other line by Anthony frickin' Chang. <laughs> Anthony, what's up?
0: The Miami frickin' Heat.
1: The Miami um, frickin' Heat are up one nothing yeah. on the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, it looks like it's going to be another classic between these two. Uh, yeah. Miami lands the first punch. Uh, and what was so impressive about this one is they were on the ropes in the second quarter uh what, what did the deficit get to with that i was actually just looking that up right before it's we 13 started. The, 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 the 13, trip with, 13 with like 13 yeah. yeah, with about yeah like two minutes left in the second quarter looked like it was starting to get away from them little flurry at the end of the the, the second quarter to keep it you know very manageable going into the second half and then yeah, it, it, was, it was nine at
0: halftime so nine at nine.
1: halftime. Yeah. Um, you know, even 13 is manageable in, in the NBA these days, but very manageable at nine and then a 46 point third quarter, the greatest third quarter in Heat history. Um, and Miami wins game one.
0: Yeah, I mean, there were points in the regular season where we didn't know if the Heat would score 46 points in the yeah. And a half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think they scored 46 points. There were probably in a that lot of decent. halves,
1: but they didn't score 46, honestly. There, I'm
0: sure there were. Uh, and then for them to come out with a 46-point quarter against arguably the best defense in the NBA in Boston to start the Eastern Conference Finals in a high-leverage situation like that when you're down, just incredible stuff. It's just this team continues to amaze. Um, and, you know, Jimmy Butler, what more can you say about him at this point? But yeah. it's everybody else, too. Just well, the yeah, that's shot. What I going to say. The amazing yeah, so, thing
1: tonight was that it was not a forty-five point Jimmy Butler performance. Right. There was a thirty-five point Jimmy Butler performance, yeah, which is really good. It. Yeah, which yeah. is really good. But a lot of a lot yeah. of star guys do that in the playoffs. Uh, what this was was a um, you know twenty points from Bam, who was really really good, especially in that third quarter. Um, you get fifteen from well, wow, Everyone had fifteen points. now. he <laughs> had
0: it. Vincent, six people, Strews, yeah, six players. Caleb,
1: Kyle all had 15 points um, and what Struis, I think, had 11 in that third quarter. You know, that third quarter, you know, Jimmy, I think his best stretches of the game were, were down the stretch, right, where he was uh, playing defense. He got a couple steals in the last couple of minutes, obviously hit the pull up three. Um, that kind of sealed the game. But but when it started to get hairy for the heat in the fourth quarter, that was when Jimmy was important. But the reason that he won this game was because of that third quarter. And yes, Jimmy was the most important player on the court during that stretch, but um it wasn't all it wasn't just the Jimmy Butler show in that third
0: quarter. No, it wasn't. And I, I just have to say like it reminded me a lot of game 1 of the first round. Um just the shot making. It, yeah. That that to me was the difference in the game. They shot 54% from the field.
1: Yeah, that was before 51% we 51% on Butler three. They about to have like the greatest series of all time.
0: Yeah. Um it's The second time they've shot 50% or better from the field and three-point range in a playoff game since 2016. The two times, where it's game one in the first round and then this game. Um, So that just shows you what kind of night it was. And then Mm -hmm. against a defense like Boston, you're going to have to hit tough twos, right? They give up a lot of long mid-range shots by design. Uh, The Heat were 10 of 15 on non-paint twos tonight, which is I mean, almost 70%. Like You can't do any better than that on those type of shots. That's just kind of what – that's another type of an item was for the Heat. Um, I just can't say enough about their shot making. I thought game one against the Bucks was incredible, but this one might be crazier um, considering the context of it all.
1: Yeah, I mean, those are the two teams that come in We we thought like those were the the teams that maybe the Heat – well, I'll say the one thing with the Celtics, I think we, we felt good about the way the Celtics – they were going to like play against the Celtics because the yeah. history there, they played really well against them in the regular season, probably the best of any of like the um, top teams in the East. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, first game of the Eastern conference finals, Boston is it's, it was weird because Boston is obviously like, like the heat in the uh you know, a regular uh visitor to the Eastern conference finals. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I think they're weirdly kind of limping in more than the Heat were. I know they blew out the Sixers in game 7, but I don't think any Celtics fan felt great about the way that series went. Um now of course they got this very favorable draw against the Heat where they're 97% favorites according to uh <laughs> ESPN, what was that, BPI or something? ESPN um,
0: analytics, I think. Yeah. yeah, I
1: don't know what what formula that is that they use. But I mean, if um, they're
0: using regular season numbers, of course. Yeah, that's why not. it is. It's
1: used they're using regular yeah. season numbers. Yeah. Like I, I can't imagine the playoffs are very factored in. Um but you know I, I think in Boston there had to be a feeling that maybe we're just going to step on the heat. Like we're we were way better than them in the regular season. Uh Jason Tatum's coming off a 50 point game no matter how uninspiring he was at various has been at various points throughout these playoffs. Um, and as uh, you wrote in your headline, like it was it was a real statement win from the Heat um, not that I think they have like a lot to prove considering what where they've gotten already but it was like you know I don't know if, if stealing just if just stealing a game one on the road um, is enough to like say the Heat are the favorite now in this series I don't know if they're in control of this series but you know they made a, a you know I I felt like this was gonna be a long series and based off yeah. game one they, they they I'd be shocked if it's not yeah
0: i no. think that's kind of what it confirms right like just yeah. that I mean, that's obviously boston could come back and win the next two games and have, be up to yeah. one i would not be shocked by that but i think this kind of shows you it's probably going to be a long series and uh, if you had any doubt about that but you thought that Celtics were going to what, either sweep or just win in gentleman sweep win in five i think this game kind of proved that's probably not going to happen um he did for real i'm like even me, like I've been waiting in that after the buck series or even the middle of that buck series, I was like, "Damn, there's no way they can keep this up. Like the shooting, the level of consistency, which they've struggled with all year. Like they just this can't continue. Like I believe in large sample sizes and this small sample size, like this doesn't make sense. But mm-hmm. I have to say at this point, like they could beat anybody. Like they really can. They're playing as good as pretty much any obviously anybody in the NBA when they have a player like Jimmy playing at this level, who's essentially other than like a few games against the Knicks, when he was hobbled, he's playing like Michael Jordan. Um, (laughs) like, and then other guys around him are making a bunch of shots and they, they have a really good defense. We know that. Um, yeah, they're, they're an elite team all of a sudden. It's just, it's just a remarkable story because again, the NBA, you don't see that seasons are long. You kind of know what a team is. Um, the end of the regular season. And this just doesn't happen. Obviously this is the heat of the second team to do this as an eight seed. Um but just as each game passes and each of these kind of wins happens, like it just just reinforces like yeah, this team is for real.
1: Yeah, you, you talk about sample size and we're we're in a small sample size where the heat has been really impressive, right? They're all I don't know where their offense ranks now in in the playoffs, but Third, behind the Nuggets um, and the
0: Celtics. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's better right now than it was this time last year when the heat were one of the best offenses in the NBA in the regular yeah. season and, and kind of struggled offensively in the playoffs and, and had to win with defense and all that kind of stuff. Um, then you can talk about the larger sample size, which is the regular season. And as we've said a lot, like it was not good for the heat offensively, um, although we thought maybe there would be some regression, positive regression to the mean as the year went on. We saw a little bit of that. You sure. know, one of the best three point shooting teams in the league in the second half. Um, but then you could also go to the even larger sample size. And and I know like, it doesn't totally work this way, but you look across the last two years um, and you know, they're, they're not elite because they're, they're bad offensively this year. But again, like this team looks, I mean, it looks the same as the team we saw in the playoffs last year. And um you know, they're missing, obviously, quite a few guys from that now because of, of Hero's injury, and, and Victor Oladipo was a really big part of that playoff run last year, um, and obviously P.J. Tucker is gone. But, you know, the two stars are still around. Um, Max Struess is still in the starting lineup, right? The, um, Kyle Lowry is still kind of playing his, his a, a similar role, I would say, as he was last year, probably been a little bit better. Um, but, you know, they, they look like the team we saw last year. Um, you know, they're, they're shooting lights out. They're not going to shoot over 50%. Like, as you pointed out, the the performance they had tonight was um, almost unprecedented. If if you throw out except one other game we ago. saw. I know, it's <laughs> happened eight games ago. Um, yeah. But, you know, Jimmy is looking – I mean, they've they're, they're got the same formula they did last year. The offense is a little bit better than it was last year. The defense is a yeah. little bit worse. But – the formula is the same. It's it's Jimmy bails you out when you need buckets and strength in numbers otherwise. And and you trust your three point shooting and and their three point shooting right now is good. And they have good shooters on the roster too, right? Like, I mean, we've, we've said it a million times. It was weird that they were such a bad three point shooting team because Max Bruce is a good three point shooter. Gabe Vincent's a good three point shooter. Kyle Lowry is historically a good three point shooter. Um, Obviously, Duncan Robinson, when when he's in there, is is a good three point shooter. Kevin Love is a good three point shooter. The one who is like kind of, you know, maybe the guy who you can't just bank on this continuing is Caleb Martin. Just it feels like, I mean, he's three for seven from three tonight, but it, I I can't remember him missing threes at this point. Like it feels <laughs> like everyone he takes goes in. Um, yeah, yeah, they they've got a good good formula going right now, and I mean. The big advantage – well, there's there's two big advantages they have. One is they have the best coach in the league, and, and the Celtics, um, I don't know, probably have the worst coach left in the playoffs. He's a rookie head coach. L- yeah, like, least accomplished. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one I trust the least. Um, And, you know, I know Jason Tatum, would where, where he finish an MVP voting? Fourth Faithful? or fifth? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm taking Jimmy Butler, like, 99 times out of 100 yeah. in that it
0: matchup. Is- to me I mean I think it's crazy to say because I think Jason Tatum is seen as a better player than Jimmy. But on this stage at this point in the Eastern Conference Finals with everything like all the context surrounding it, I would take Jimmy. And I don't think it's, I don't yeah. think it's And there will
1: step. be there will be two games in the series where Tatum is better than Jimmy cuz sure. he'll have his game where he hits all those pull-up threes and uh scores 38 points and you know Jimmy their game gets out of hand, he's not going to like, you know, he'll, he, Jimmy, Jimmy picks his spots a little bit, right? He, he knows like, I can't do this every night. I, I, I need to save my 40 point games for games. We can win, you know, we'll have a 19 or 22 point performance in there. So there'll be nights when Jason Tatum is the best guy on the floor, but this gets to a game seven or, or a must win game six. Like there's no way you're taking anyone over Jimmy Butler.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think one of the one of the conversation points entering the series was Bam and Abayo and Jimmy versus Tatum and Brown, right? Who's yeah. the better trio? I mean, better duo. duo. Um, I think I don't know if it's a controversial take or maybe I'm blinded by discovering this team, but I think it's Bam and Jimmy when you consider both ends, right? I just yeah, I mean, I, I think that's I think Jimmy and Tatum are you know kind of very arguable, and then to me, Bam does more. Than Brown does on a consistent basis when you consider the defense and what he what he means to the Heat's defense.
1: Well, you think of them as kind of similar players where they're defense yeah. first, right? But a, a defensive center is just more valuable. than
0: yeah.
1: A defensive center who does what Bam does
0: who does who is does is a little bit more everything. valuable
1: yeah. than than a defensive wing like Jalen Brown. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Again, like at any given night, either of those, any of those four, you know, there, there's obviously two clear tiers, right? There, there's Tatum and Jimmy and uh, Brown and Bam and on any given night Jimmy can be better than Tatum or vice versa and Bam can be better than Jalen Brown or vice mm-hmm. versa so like it's close yeah it's very even but I mean to me like I again we, we both just said like I'm taking Jimmy Butler over Tatum <laughs> if the game is on the line you know there like I said there will be games where Tatum looks like the best player in the world but um in the important moments I'll take me every time and then you know i it's very close to even to me for for jalen and, and bam and yeah so like the the heat probably have the better i mean we think the better stars they have the better coach tonight they have the better supporting cast too I mean we'll see uh if that's sustainable at all um you know right the celtics did not get a lot at al horford tonight um Brogdon was good, uh, but they only go eight deep, and you know their, yeah. their supporting cast didn't look and like
0: really it. seventy because Pritchard
1: doesn't. Yeah, Pritchard he played twelve minutes, but yeah. like pretty much a trillion over two and one assist. That was it. Um, so, yeah. you know the the Heat have the, the important things usually in playoff series are you has got to get the best player, um, you know coach is a big deal. Uh, I mean, we saw in that third quarter, we were talking before we started recording the fact that Joe Mazzola did not call a timeout in that entire fourth <laughs> quarter. Like, that's just like, I don't know, like the computer does that for you when you're playing 2k and you're getting blown out, like it, it automatically take a timeout. Um, so they've got an advantage, like a clear advantage there. I don't know if they have a clear advantage in the superstar department, but, um, I mean, in these playoffs, Jimmy has clearly been better than than Tatum, and, and obviously yeah. he can flip at any moment, but for now, like, those are two huge, huge advantages that the Heat have.
0: Now, counterpoint to all this, just to, because we've been yeah showering the Heat with praise. The Heat shot like they did, right? So well. Yeah,
1: I mean, they the shot start. 51% from three.
0: Yeah, all made all those tough, long twos, which the Celtics will take, right? They'll take the heat, mm-hmm. taking 15 of those shots. Like, that's a high number. Um, the Celtics, which are arguably the best three-point shooting team in the NBA, are shooting or entered this game shooting the league best from three-point percentage. Take And high volume, too. They took the second-most threes in the league in the regular season, second to only the Warriors. Like, that's the Celtics game. Mm-hmm. They only took 29 threes. I don't yeah. know how. He give up a ton of threes. Like we, and it's not like they were doing
1: day. anything else. Like I, I don't understand what they were like.
0: I mean, they had 40 <laughs> paint points in the first half, so I guess they were yeah. like taking advantage of their size of, you know, pick and roll and. problems. Yeah. They the shot ten. Basket. They shot ten
1: more free throws in the heat. So yeah. They were getting to the line.
0: Right, but but still, 29 threes is a very low number. I think they average around 40 in the regular season, and they're, I mean so much of their game is based on their three point shooting. Their, their stat is 36 and 2 this season including the playoffs when shooting 40% or better from three. And now they're 29 and 29 when they shoot worse than 40% from three. So that just kind of shows you right there like it's kind of like the Heat last season where they had that that stat yeah. like when yep, they each that's shoot this split, number yeah. they're basically going to win. Um so Celtics shot 34% from three, they only took 29 threes. The Heat shot the way they did, which we both think probably won't happen next game, or might not happen again this series. And the Heat won by seven. Um, again, great win, but that's if you're if you're looking at it from like a Celtics point of view, like do you take any type of positive from this? Do you think, or is that kind of a reach?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think you say like the Heat play that you know, especially that third quarter was like that's the best the Heat has played like literally all season probably. Right. Um, now, the problem is, do you trust Joe Missoula to make the adjustments, right? And, you know, like, they, their offensive game plan was not – they got out of their game plan, as as you just said. Like, they they looked frazzled a little bit. I mean, Tatum in the fourth quarter – first of all, didn't attempt to in the fourth quarter. Um, I mean, they had a stretch at the end there where he turned it over three times in four possessions, traveled twice threw away weird. to Jimmy Butler once, like, they were out of sorts, and, you know, we saw, like, I don't want to overreact too much to a Jason Tatum performance, because we saw the same thing happen in game six, and then the next game he scored 50 points, and they blew out the Sixers, um, the Celtics are kind of, like, in some ways, they like, what is terrible about modern basketball where it's just like three-point variance that determines yeah, entirely whether yeah. you win. Like they have no they game plan on lo- offense. They lost two threes. games
0: to the Hawks like, in the first round. Yeah.
1: yeah. Their they're whole, like, they've got two stars, but their stars just kind of chuck threes, uh, especially Tatum. Like he settles for that three a lot. Like they're, um they rely a lot on three-pointers. It means they're going to lose some games. Um, You know, I, I think – I don't know if they have like a you know, Spo is gonna coach circles around Jomasville in this series. And that would be the concern I think of on the Celtics is yeah. like
0: He's already he, ahead of whatever adjustment yeah, Boston is. Already ahead for. of him yeah. and
1: Boston's gonna make an adjustment and Spo's gonna know it's coming. And again, like it wasn't even like the Heat did anything crazy, right? Defensively. Like the Celtics they just kind of panicked and didn't have a like they got away from their identity and um, their best players didn't show up in the second half and Jimmy Butler is like winking at the bench and like <laughs> he would feel really good right now
0: they're feeling themselves yeah i think i think one thing that he does well along with just having really good defenders is they just you you don't know what to prepare for they have so many different yeah, that's schemes true. and that's a credit to Spo, because we talk about him in the regular season like why is you playing so much zone Well, Bam's now in drop. Like now, Bam played more drop this year than like he's ever played drop. He obviously switches a lot. Um, they're they're hedging and recovering with Kevin Love and other guys like to kind of avoid the the you know the switching on the weaker defenders switching on uh, perimeter guys. So like there's just so many different things. They obviously they they pick up guys full court. Like we saw Gabe Mm -hmm. Vincent do against Brunson for most of that second round series. They just do so many different things that it's like they can adjust to any situation. And I really think that's what makes them such a good playoff team is that they can adjust to any matchup, any, anything that's going on in a the game. They could make it, a, you know, adjustment on the fly. They're not a rigid team. There's so many teams that are like, this is the way to play.
1: Yeah.
0: And this is it. Like if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but they have so many different ways they can go to. It. And I think that kind of, that takes a little bit to get used to. I think you saw that with the Celtics today of like in the second half that he kind of changed the way they were protecting the rim a little bit. And it, it slowed the Celtics like it, that adjustment they, they didn't really have not didn't have an answer for it. um so credit to Spo, credit to the Heat's roster for just having a bunch of versatile smart guys who could do that too
1: yeah the way that they um you know it's like the we, we, it's almost like a cliche that like Spo plays guys who are defense first um and you know they're they're not totally doing like they've got Kevin Love playing a lot right like in the starting lineup but, you know, they're all, even the guys who are not quote-unquote great defenders are really high IQ players, right? Whether it's it's Kevin Love, Max Strus, who is a guy who I think both of us like defensively. Um, you know, even Duncan, like, who has his flaws defensively. He, like, he tries hard and is a smart defensive player yeah. and just kind of fouls too much, right? That's always been his, his issue more than anything. Um, but, yeah, you, I mean, you, you see it you saw it all year long, you know, it makes them a weird regular season team, maybe, Um, you know, there there are other reasons the team struggled in the regular season, right, Jimmy missed a lot of time, like a lot of stars do, and and we mentioned the three-point shooting, but, um, you know, they played this Celtics team in the playoffs last year, I thought they had, like, I mean, considering Jimmy was not you know, he was great, obviously, in that series, but he was not this Jimmy Butler no. uh, last year. Like, their game plan for them last year was incredible, and that was all defense, right? It was – they forced so many
0: turnovers
1: in that series. Like
0: That was everything. Nope. They didn't shoot the ball. They only shot yeah. 30% from three in that series. Yeah, yeah they
1: they, it was really. – the whole thing was, like, they basically exposed – you know, that was, like, when all of a sudden everyone was, oh, Jalen Brown can't really dribble. Like, they <laughs> totally – like, a, a yeah. weakness that no one else took advantage of, even though it was kind of obvious – they just figured out how to take advantage of it. And, you know, now they come back a year later. They faced this team in the playoffs last year. Like I said, they matched up really well with them in the regular season. And when we, you mentioned it, like with picking up Brunson full court, like they exposed a weakness in that Knicks team that, yeah. like, Jalen, they way too reliant on Jalen Brunson. If you make him work for, well, he's playing 45 minutes a game in some yeah. of those games. Like, if you make him work full court, like, it changes everything. It's such a simple little adjustment, but just no one, Things to do it because, like you said, yeah. NBA teams are too rigid in their thoughts. Um, you know, they they played zone anytime Randall and you know anytime the Knicks played like uh, were without one of their were playing without a star on the floor. They played zone because like RJ Barrett has to solve it. That's you know it's, it becomes trickier. Like they're they're gonna have a. I, I'm I'm just interested to see as this series to go goes on, that three point number. As you mentioned, they're a high-volume, three-point shooting team. They only shot 29.
0: Like That, that really stuck just, out.
1: Like, if, but, if he can, right. like, get – I don't know exactly what they did. I'm sure you'll I, write something about it I, tomorrow. I I, but, like, I,
0: asked, I don't know what they did. I asked Bo about it. After the game, I said, they took only 29 threes. Like, why? Yeah. And he's a guy. I didn't realize they shot that few of them. I feel like they took a lot. I'm not ready to answer that question right now. I've looked at the film. I don't know what, I don't know why they only took 29 minutes. Yeah. So so like if they have have
1: something where they've figured out another weakness that a team has, (laughs) they're going to exploit it. I mean, like maybe it was an accident tonight, but like, you know, Spoh's going to watch a film and see what happened and pick, find things in it. He's a video guy through and through. Right. And, um, you know, they, they do a better job of exploiting teams weaknesses and stars weaknesses than anyone and and i think yeah. we saw a little bit of that tonight even if we
0: can't totally explain why it happened yeah I maybe mean, even spoke and explain it right so some yeah. of it might have just been bossing like you said like the, the kind of being frazzled by and then kind of going back to the bad habits that have popped up at times during the yeah. playoffs but just i would be surprised if they shoot that few threes again in this series like that is a very low number for them um but i was going to say like i I heard a clip from Bill Simmons podcast. Yeah, Tatum
1: only took three. Like, yeah, it's
0: just crazy. Yeah, it's just like
1: his whole thing is he's tall and he can shoot jump shots. Like that's his whole and game.
0: And it, the Heat defense That's like a one minute stretch up. for him. The Heat yeah. defense gives up a ton of threes. Like they're like get the second most threes in the league. They're built to like protect the rim and just kind of give you threes. It should play right into Boston's hands, but they took mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't. Again, if would have told, I think that was maybe the same, like the most surprising number of the entire game for me. I just did not expect that. Yeah. I th- I thought they would shoot forty something threes and the game would be decided if they made them or not. Like I just think but they just didn't take enough. You know, and I think that that was that was a huge factor in the game. Because if they take five or six more threes and make two or three, all of a sudden that could be could be either closer or Boston could be winning. Uh they could've won the game. So yeah, I don't I don't think Boston's gonna win many games when they take twenty nine or fewer threes. Um, but anyway, I was gonna say I, I listened to a clip from a Bill Simmons podcast recently, and to your point, he was saying.
1: Yeah, how, I say I don't have a lot of Boston fans in my life, so a lot of my yeah. thoughts on Boston fans come from listening to Bill Simmons.
0: <laughs> right. I know <don't> listen to <laughs> I haven't listened to Bill Simmons' podcast often, because um, so many other things going on. But I heard a, a, a clip from it with, with him talking about the Heat, and he was saying like the Heat obviously are so well coached. exposure is the best coach in the NBA. And they find a weakness of, of a team. And they just continue to pick at it and pick at it and pick at it. And by the end of the series, it's like an axe wound. And that team is like, it's just totally exposed. Um, so I think tonight was an example of the start of that. And we'll see if it continues. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it?
1: Uh, all right, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you think the Heat are going to win this series?
0: <laughs> I'm going to say this.
1: I'm going to let you I dodge think, it.
0: <laughs> I think it's going to be a seven game series. And I said it before the, I said it to somebody before the series. Hey, I said okay. it
1: before the playoffs started.
0: Yeah, you did call it before. <laughs> me. I did not expect Heat to be in this position. I will admit that. Um, I think there's going to be a seven game series. Boston has home court, so. They have an advantage in that situation. Mm-hmm. Miami had, had them for last year, and they lost Game 7. So, who knows? I think it's going to be a very, very tight series. I wouldn't be surprised if Boston, like, gets a blowout win in Game 2, only yeah. because it's just that situation. Well, like, like, that's what happens. Yeah. They'll probably shoot a really high percentage from 3, and, you know, they'll come back to Miami 1-1. But look, I'm sure, obviously, he would love to go win both, but if you go back to Miami 1-1 with a split, You did your job. That's what they did the first two series against the Knicks, against the Bucks. As long as you take care of home court, you're good. So no matter what happens in game two, he did their job already in Boston.
1: Yeah. I mean, they haven't lost a home game yet in the playoffs. So if you win your home games, you're going to win the series in six at least. So um, I I think the question is, uh, was this a Jimmy Butler game? Right. I I think you have to like when you, you, you try to figure out how you get the four wins, right? You're like, all right, we need two Jimmy Butler games. Um, you know, maybe one like weird Max Struess goes off game. Um, I, I think this might've been like the, this might've been the Spo win where it was just like, it felt like everyone, I know Jimmy was great, but I feel like Jimmy has a, another, another level in him.
0: You know, what's crazy. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. But tonight, Jimmy Butler became just the fourth player in NBA history to <laughs> finish with at least 35 points, five rebounds, seven his, assists, and six steals. Others to do with Michael Jordan, Rick Barry, and Gary Payton.
1: <laughs> his defense was absurd. We should probably like to spend a minute on his defense because, um, well, you're you're obviously in the building, so you were listening to uh the uh TNT broadcast, yeah. which was exceptional tonight. I will say, Kevin Harlan's out of control. Oh, yeah, that's great. Um, and Stan is awesome too. Yeah. Um. He compared Jimmy Butler to both Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey. I heard Um,
0: that. Yeah. I I think
1: I I think it was Reggie Miller compared him to Micah Parsons. Um. (laughs) Like Jimmy was he was unreal defensively. It was like, I mean, it was classic. Like I'd have to go back and look at what he did like in man to man situations or whatever. But his like jump in the passing lanes. I mean, that's
0: what he's best
1: at. He's so good at that, and like. He's so fun. He's like, it's like, we. <laughs> I make fun of you all the time for the Caleb Martin-LeBron thing, but it's it's like peak LeBron. And he's yeah. 30, how old is Jimmy? Like, it, it's crazy. 23? He's still doing yeah. that. Like, it's my age. He's doing it like Yeah, he's doing it like LeBron in Miami, where he's just jumping in the passing lane, one yeah. touch in the open court, and it's a breakaway dunk every time.
0: That's why you often don't see Jimmy on the best player on the other team, because you want him in that weak side right. you position. Rolling. You want him yeah. to jump. Yeah. Yeah. Like against the Knicks, he started on Brunson, and then they adjusted and moved him to, to Barrett, so he could play as a help defender. So I, I think he started tonight off on Tatum. We'll see if that continues. Um, maybe the Heat. Well, Tat- play him on.
1: If you're trying to get steals, Tatum's not a bad guy to be on either, because he's
0: or Jalen Brown. Yeah.
1: Or sorry, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah.
0: But yeah, no, I, it's, I was not. just I was just making a point of like, yeah, I agree with you. I think Jimmy has another gear, which is crazy, but he just know, had a game that only. Three other players have. Had. I'm just. I think I'm all just
1: expecting 40. I'm just expecting 40. We're spoiled. Yeah. I thought we were getting two 40-point Jimmy Butler performances in this series. We didn't get one tonight. Maybe that's a good time for the Heat. But he was still ridiculous.
0: I did not expect Jimmy to be this good when he signed with the Heat. That's another podcast for another <laughs> day. But I walked out of the building with Iron Wonderman from the Sunset Sentinel. and we looked at each other, and, and Iron looked at me, and he's like, "I didn't expect Jimmy Butler to be Dwight. Oh, I'm not. Hope oh, I'm not like." Uh, exposing a private conversation, but and I looked at him like, yeah, I agree, like, I didn't expect Jimmy Butler to be, like, an officer. I
1: wish, We should go back and re-listen to our podcast from after he signed. I honestly don't remember what we said. I mean, we were excited. We were... great It was a miserable season the year before, right? It was, yeah. like, just, like, an absolute blast season. Um, Other than he's, that was a Wade retirement tour, right, with the last season before Jimmy?
0: Um, yes. But, Is he the third best player in Heat history already?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know who it's
0: who's the who, what's Zoe, the other argument? Shaq, So Bosh, Chris Bosh, Tim Hardaway. I, I, hey, I know he hasn't won a title, but
1: I know. But I, going to three, uh, going to a final, only, I mean, there's three guys who have ever been the best player on a Heat finals team, right? It's Wade, LeBron, and Jimmy, and
0: I mean, Shaq. I, those
1: Shaq was really good, but he only played two. Like, yeah, Shaq was the best player on that heat team
0: what the year before and maybe right, even in the regular like, season like the, that finals, year? the finals was Dwayne.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And even was that the right, re- I think in the regular season was Shaq runner up for MVP that
0: year. Yeah. It was the seed match. That's yeah. So he was before. the best player in the
1: regular yeah. season, but then Wade was the best guy in the playoffs. Um, yeah. I mean, and three Eastern conference finals, it's like, what did Zoe ever take a team to an Eastern conference finals? I think once. Once?
0: In, like, 97 or 96 against the Bulls. Against the Bulls, got, yeah. I might have won one game or got something, I'm not sure, but yeah. he never so like, went, he like went to the finals three, in 2006 as a backup, you know, as a role player for that 2016, but he
1: know, wasn't. For, yeah. for a lot of teams, going to three Eastern Conference Finals would be, like, the, like the best player in franchise history
0: for right. certain teams, right. like,
1: it's, in, it's, in the District of Columbia.
0: I'm just saying, I think, and I'm probably going to write this. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to write tomorrow. So there's a preview for those listening to this. Or maybe it's, we'll it's probably probably out already. It, yeah. Um, But just the impact Jimmy's having on the rest of the team, like just his confidence, right? He has so much confidence. And like, I feel like he instills, it's kind of an an intangible. and cliché, But I really think it matters. I really think it matters. And, no,
1: I, I agree. And that's, that's, a, that's a good pivot, I think, too, because we should finish with the Panthers minute. Yeah. Um, I, I, that's, I asked Anthony Duclair the other, I, I wanted to get Matthew Kachuk at some point like I just want to like know if he like really likes Jimmy Butler because they're so similar but I asked Anthony Duclair on the Panthers like is Matthew Kachuk or Jimmy Butler and he was like yeah he kind of is like just in terms of like the way that he yeah. came in and has an edge to him and is so confident like it's impossible not for that confidence to rub off on guys and and with you know it's certainly true with Jimmy Butler like I mean you think of it, like if you look at the rotation the Heat played tonight there were two undrafted two undrafted starters um and then
0: Caleb Martin you know, was undrafted Caleb yeah. Martin
1: was undrafted you know they signed him so it's a little different but yeah. undrafted and Duncan Robinson was undrafted like four of their nine guys to play tonight were undrafted guys and like three of them were heat undrafted finds and who didn't have breakout who, like weren't anything in the NBA until Jimmy Butler. Yeah, up.
0: I think also like we're you we, we mentioned it earlier. I can get to the Panthers now. I'm sorry. but it's no, fine. I, I just keep. I feel like we keep forgetting that they're doing this without Tyler Hero. The third best
1: yeah. player. and, and just amazing Victor Oladipo, who was like, I know he wasn't great this year, but like when Tyler Hero went down, we were like, all right, Victor Oladipo, you're yeah. next man up.
0: And he would be very important. He think he would be a factor in the series because of his defense. I think he would be a guy that spends really a lot of time this, with Tatum. Yeah, he was really good in Brown. the
1: Celtics series last year. Yeah,
0: yeah, he, he would have been a factor. like his offense
1: is pretty terrible, but he was probably like the third best player in that series just because like he I don't know how many steals he had, but it felt like he was like on the floor the entire time, diving at Jason Tatum's knee or Jalen yeah, Brown's Jaylen knees. Jalen Brown,
0: he was did a great job on Jalen Brown. Yeah, yeah. so I, it's just it, again. To add another layer of, layer of incredible to this whole thing. Like Yeah. If I would have told you they're gonna do this in general would have been you wouldn't have believed me. But if I would have told you they were gonna do this without Tyler Hero. Yeah. I mean Crazy. Nobody would have believed Unbelievable. Done. It's unbelievable. But yes, the Panthers. They I mean they I know they're right now they're not even started their series, but they entered that series with probably a better chance, at least according to Vegas, to win yeah. their series. Right, I yeah.
1: Hockey is just a lot more yeah. variants. You know, uh, we, we combined to write a story this week about the, like, mm-hmm. parallel runs they're having and um, the Heat are the second eight seed ever to make the conference finals. The Panthers are the fifth since 2006. Like, it's uh, it's not super unusual. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm worried about the Hurricanes matchup for them. They're kind of like – it's hard to, like, look at a spot on, on – Carolina like just any st- statistic or place in the roster, and be like, oh, the Heat or the Panthers are better than them there. Like there's kind of a better version of the Panthers. But it's the NHL playoffs. And the same way you'd you you do not want to bet against Jimmy Butler. You don't want to bet against Matthew Kachuk and and Sergey Bobrovsky.
0: It's fun times. I mean again, if even if this was expected it be fun, but the fact that both runs out of kind of came out of nowhere. I'm just seeing so people unique. tweet about
1: how much they love this heat team. I'm like, I wanna see yeah. these people's tweets
0: from two months ago. I'm not gonna say any names. Well, nobody would know if I said any name anyway, but one of my best friends he texted me like, it have been in March. And I'm gonna tell him to listen to this because he's gonna get upset. <laughs> uh and he said, he just texted. Me. I remember it was during a game. He's like, I hate this heat team. And I said, and I didn't, I didn't say anything, but and and uh now he's like this heat, this heat in and five, like they're gonna win a championship. And I text him like a month ago you hated this team. What's going on? You know, it's the thing like, I
1: love about it is I, the heat fans know this, right? They're like they know it's ridiculous that they love this team because they all hated it. <laughs> and they deserve I mean they rightfully so they hated this team. It was a, yeah. kind of a miserable regular season. It
0: wasn't it wasn't one of the most it was arguably the most frustrating season in heat history, just because of the expectations right of what you thought this team could be and the way they I kind mean, how many times have
1: we come on this podcast and we have, like, nothing to talk about? We're like, oh, yeah. same, they same thing. They can't make threes again. Yeah. <laughs> they make threes.
0: They've lost to the Hornets by double digits. They've lost to <laughs> the Pistons by double digits. I don't know. This is not a good team. Um, But, yeah, this kind of shows you that you can't ever count a team out because some teams have switches, and this team – apparently did and because it has a player like Jimmy who well yeah I was gonna really say much, you, can,
1: you yeah. can't count a team out I mean it's interesting like the Lakers are different because they overhauled their roster so much in the middle of the regular season but like they're a seven seed but they have LeBron James so like no one you, you couldn't no one counted them out right I mean people counted them out but like no one really counted them out because like if LeBron's in the playoffs he can beat anyone in a series and like Jimmy's not LeBron, but he's in whatever that top five, top six, where it's like, if you had that guy in your roster, I mean, if you have Jimmy Butler on your roster, we've seen it now for four years in Miami, you're a championship contender. I know they had the one year where they lost in the first round, but they lost to the eventual, and they got swept, whatever. It was the eventual champions they lost to. Like, For three out of four years, they've been either... On the verge of the finals or in the finals, like that's, they're a championship contender every year because of him.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of he's proven that. Like whenever he he's that type of player. I didn't I didn't think he was that type of player, but he is that type of player. You have he's a number one. And well, I think that the was cool the big thing question, the
1: right? cool thing about yeah. it is he was not this. I mean, and he was really good in that that last Sixers playoff run before he came to Miami, but. He wasn't this kind of player before he came to Miami, and maybe mm-hmm. it's because he didn't get the chance, maybe because he didn't have the coach around him and the infrastructure, the supporting cast. Like, I mean, that six of the supporting cast was like arguably more talented than any roster he's had in Miami. But like the combination of everything is it's obviously been a perfect storm for him. But like, you know, he's better right now than he's ever been in his career, which
0: is cool. Yeah. He gets the most out of guys. I mean, whether you're it drafted, is. whether you're, you know.
1: Yeah, back LeBron's the best pick, years. Like Bam, Tyler. obviously played his yeah. whole career there. Bosh, they they figured out the perfect way to use Bosh.
0: I mean, Dwayne left for a few years. He wasn't that good in Cleveland or Chicago. No. Yeah. he came he was back like, and all of a sudden he was like a factor, like he was good again. You know, like it. I, again, I'm not. It's not all the team, but there's just something about this coaching staff, this organization that really puts players in positions where they can succeed. And I think that is a huge difference, maybe from other teams. They don't like try to make you something you're not. They try to you know, they find your strength and they play play to that.
1: Yeah. All right. Um it's getting late. Um you got a red story. Yeah. I got to get yeah. up and go to Panthers practice in the morning. Um Anyway, this is fun. Um looks like it's going to be a really fun series. Um We're going to We're going to have a lot to talk about for the next 2 weeks here. We could have 14 straight days of conference finals games in south florida um which would be just insane
0: we need to start a panthers podcast <laughs> can we pitch that maybe, mean,
1: maybe we should i mean if they're going to do this every year then i think it's worthwhile
0: yeah i think i think we got to get on that we got to get in the higher-ups we need a panthers podcast soon
1: <laughs> all right uh anthony um thanks for doing this late at night um you can follow Anthony on Twitter at Anthony underscore Chang. You can follow me on Twitter at dbwilson Wilson, too. But just go to the Miami Herald website, MiamiHerald.com, and you'll find lots of stuff to read about the Heat and the Panthers and, and any, you know, the, the, their parallel twin runs they're going on right now because, as we said, 14 straight days potentially of games here. Uh, going to take us all the way up to the end of the month maybe and, and hopefully beyond, I guess.
0: Yeah, could be, in, could be into June. We'll see. One, one of us might. I would say.
1: I was gonna say well, there's
0: over under um on. I think one of us will be covering games in June. Okay.
1: Over on yeah. So if you put the over under one in, or over on a half a team to get to the.
0: Yeah. Finals. I would take. I would take the over on that.
1: Yeah, they're probably both underdogs. I wonder. how... I mean, I'm not like a gambling fella, so can't do that in Florida. Legal. I'm curious if the Heat are now favored in that series after tonight. They're
0: probably not. I and would the, guess not. But I would are, guess it's pretty Celtics, close to
1: 50-50 now.
0: Yeah, it's much better. Than, yeah, it's not 3% like it was yeah. a few days ago. The Celtics are already favored by 10 points in game two. So. Okay. Wow.
1: All right. That's a good place to leave it then. Um, thanks as always for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week.